Welcome to the Building Management Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk. Now, if you've lived in an apartment in the last 20 years, you've faced this problem. Wrestling with a leasing management office to get your delivered packages. Today, we're talking about delivery solutions with Michael Patton of Fetch, a Dallas-based startup that's fixing what's wrong with apartment package delivery. Michael, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. So tell me how you arrived at the idea of launching Fetch Package. So about three years, I moved to Dallas um, and I moved into one of the, the bigger apartment buildings in uptown Dallas and really witnessed this problem for the first time uh, firsthand. And that building was getting 250 or 300 packages every day. And so mostly I, I witnessed how big of a problem it was for my own property to handle this, this volume of packages at their front office. But also as a resident, it just wasn't a great process. Um, I had to go down to the office during leasing office hours, um, which I was never really home for. Packages lost at the same time. So that that's what really initially got the wheels turning that you know, this isn't a great experience for myself as a resident and it's a real pain point for the property. So you saw this problem, but how did those wheels start turning to think of what that solution is? Yeah. So at that time I was in corporate finance. So I guess I looked at it a little bit more from, from a nerdy finance perspective of they're spending a lot of money just dealing with packages. And really what it boils down to is it's just a resource problem at the, at the property. You know, they don't have the space and they don't have, or don't want to dedicate the leasing staff uh, resources to just dealing with packages all day. They're they're there to, to lease the property and retain residents and provide really high level of service. Um, from my perspective, I thought this is sort of a classic outsourcing problem. You know, another company needs to number one solve the problem for the space. Uh, so take it off site with more space. You know, likely an industrial space that's a little bit less expensive and apply resources towards bringing a really high level of service uh, just for packages. That's our core, core competency and it's not the property's core competency to be you know, a package management service. You mentioned just the sheer volume of packages that uh, an apartment uh, leasing office can have, especially for a very large complex that could possibly eat up a full-time employee's time, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and luckily for, for us and starting out, it was already a pretty well quantified problem in terms of, you know, there were industry studies that say each package is taking away five to 10 minutes of productivity from, you know, an onsite staff member, which is, which really adds up uh, quickly. Absolutely. And factoring in then just the hassle for residents, you mentioned that the problem was always that you weren't uh, home in time before the leasing office closed in order to get those packages. So the, um, the end result for the the residents was a poor experience. How does this work then? So tell me um, from an end user's point of view, and then also how does it work for uh, for the management companies? Yeah. So with Fetch, we accept all resident packages at our uh, local warehouses. So the packages come straight to us. Uh, essentially, residents get a new shipping address that we market to residents as a you know a package concierge delivery shipping address, and everything comes straight to our warehouses. We have a proprietary software platform where we're instantly notifying residents when we get their package at the warehouse, 
And then they're able to go in and choose a two-hour delivery window that's most convenient to them. And then we bring it right to their door. So we cut out the property manager from having to deal with the mountain of packages. And then we're also giving residents a, a premium, you know, really high level of service amenity uh, that they can get door-to-door delivery on their schedule. From the resident's point of view, how much time then does it tack on to, I guess, delivery times uh, by kind of inserting this intermediary? It's a great question. Um, the good part about our warehouses are that they're commercial addresses. And since we also get really high level or high volumes at each warehouse, the carriers uh, work with us and typically come to our warehouses first thing in the morning. So versus residential deliveries that go go out maybe 2, 3, 4, 5 p.m., we're getting everything typically before 11 a.m. So we can almost always turn around a package quicker than a resident might get it, even if it was shipped directly to their address. Uh, so I think that's sort of a hidden benefit of our service that, that people don't realize off the bat. Absolutely. Um, how does it work with, uh, with one of the giant gorillas in the room, uh, Amazon? Yeah. So because the residents are changing their shipping address, the carriers are bringing them straight to us and we don't need you know explicit buy-in from any retailer or carrier because they're just following the address that that residents are putting on their on their packages but all carriers uh, love us because they can bring a huge batch of packages to one warehouse instead of having to go downtown and deal with apartment deliveries and i think retailers feel the same way because the online delivery experience as a whole breaks down at the apartment level quite often for residents. And if we're able to provide this level of service, that just sort of leaks into the whole uh, retail experience for them. And so if it's easier to get your package, uh, they're going to continue to buy things online. So I think we play an important role in in the whole ecosystem. Amazon, I guess, is trying to solve some of those issues. Uh, You see Amazon Locker, which is basically just a central location um, at a convenience store or just somewhere close by that uh, you can both drop off packages to have shipped out and you can go pick them up. Uh, Same thing with Amazon. Gosh, there's two of them. I think there's Amazon Key. So are these all just different um, attempts at trying to solve this this package problem? And how does, does Fetch help combine all these and, and make it just one easy solution for you. Yeah, so most of those that you that you listed are are really geared, I think, towards single family homes or or you know, individual residents. There Amazon does have a locker system for apartment buildings too. And so that's really, you know, our competition if you if you had to peg it. But we're one of the only companies that's really focused on, okay, we're solving the problem specifically for the apartment property managers. The, the, the Amazon keys of the world, our delivery process or the, the apartment delivery process really breaks down because of different access um, issues and because we have uh, explicit deals with the property managers to get access to their property. That's a big part of the reason why we're actually solving their problem. So what we're trying to do is, is really aggregate all deliveries um, and, and be a, a partner for the apartment building more than trying to solve the problem for for specific individual consumers. Right. Well, so let's talk about it from an apartment or a management company's standpoint. You, you mentioned the time that it takes for a leasing agent to have to handle all of the packages. 
uh, what are some of the other explicit benefits for for leasing agents that uh, can be now freed up to do other things? Yeah, I think that's just it. If if you're a property manager looking to hire additional staff just to deal with packages, then that's pretty obvious. Um, but even if even if that's not a question in in your mind, then it's okay. How many hours of the day is our leasing staff going to get back to? Number one, sign more leases, or number two, just be able to create a more personalized, high-touch service for the existing residents instead of being buried under packages. So, you know, a lot of that stuff is a little bit harder to, you know, to monetize in terms of, you know, how much money we're saving a property manager. But all of our current clients, you know, they see the benefit in terms of, oh, we, we could organize a few more resident events because we had some some time freed up from this or, you know, really be able to handle individual resident requests uh, quicker and more frequently because they're not they're not dealing with packages all day. You mentioned some of the um, the leasing companies or the management companies uh, that you've you've got partnerships and buy in from them. Um, how does it work from their end? Is it a service that they have to pay for? Yes, yeah, so it's our service is completely B two B at the moment. We charge the property on a per unit fee um, because we're onboarding entire properties at a time. So basically, Fetch becomes building policy where all resident packages are to go through Fetch now instead of the front office. And because if it's in in all building policy, we just charge the property manager on a per unit fee, which is just a flat monthly fee based on. You know how big the property is, obviously, and so for their in their perspective, it's not only okay we can solve this problem really completely now and, and permanently going into the future. Uh, it's also an opportunity for a lot of property managers to add our service and be able to increase revenue because they can add this premium amenity, um, which typically not a lot of buildings in their area have. So it's a differentiator on the leasing leasing side as well. Oh, that's true. So they can they can tout this as a an amenity that residents want. And actually, I I read that there was a survey, a recent survey that ranked um, this kind of smooth package handling as the number two amenity that residents are looking for coming in only after uh, fitness facilities. So it's definitely something that's in demand, right? Yeah, absolutely. E-commerce isn't going anywhere. And across the board, demographically, really, uh, residents are ordering things online. Even some of our older residents tend to be some of the higher volume uh, customers of ours because they're buying online on HSN and QVC. So it really spans all demographics uh, and it's only increasing. You mentioned older residents then. Uh, Is that to say that some of your clients are um, like assisted living um, or just communities and apartments? We haven't really entered the senior living space. That is more just older residents living at, at conventional housing. But I, it was interesting as we look into the future, especially slightly older people now, once they enter assisted living and they're already hooked on Amazon and, and it makes it so easy, I think that'll be a, a future business vertical for us as well. Absolutely. Well, um, Yes, there anything that you can possibly think of to order, you can probably get it delivered to your door. Anything that you can really think of. So there's certainly a lot of room for expansion here. Uh, what are what are some of the top challenges that you as a company face in in getting 
I guess, buy-in from management companies and, um, and others in the industry? Yeah, I think, you know, something that's really starting to turn quickly for us because we have the proof and the references. Um, but, you know, to a certain degree, it's still that we're a relatively new company. We're the first company that's really taking over all resident packages. And that's a big deal because they really don't want the package uh, management system to mess up because that's what's going to lead to a whole lot of negative reviews and resident revolt. Uh, so it's a very sensitive issue um, that we've had to overcome. But when picking up more and more properties from big names like Graystar and Lincoln and Pinnacle, then that those fears tend to be mitigated a little bit. Um, but that was definitely the the challenge on the on the front end of you know why should we trust you with our with our packages? And so to uh, to be able to have such a dynamic company, certainly you've got to be able to scale well. Uh, what are what are some of the plans or what are some of the strategies that you're using to uh, scale up as more of these larger complexes come on board with you? Yeah, so we just raised a $3 million uh, seed round from, from an Austin-based venture capital firm. And we're really excited about putting that capital to work. Number one, expanding to, to Houston and Austin. Uh, so we're, we're really live across Texas, but also in terms of scaling, putting a lot of that money into um, developing a really, really high functioning software platform, you know, for, for really all three of our, our clients, um, the property managers, the residents and the drivers uh, to make the whole delivery experience seamless and a lot of it automated on the software. Uh, so you mentioned drivers then. Um, are those all in-house people or are you using any of the um, gig economy model for for these? Yeah, so we have a mix of full-time employees and independent contractors, but the contractors are a little bit more uh, involved than maybe your typical gig economy worker. Most of our contractors work 15 to 20 hours a week. And so our whole model is set up that we really want to send the same two or three people to the same property day after day. And so that ex that extends to our contractors too. So we don't have 100 people shuffling in every month and then going off the platform. We really try and try and retain all drivers, both full-time and contractors, uh, because they get better at their job. The residents get to know them and it's, it smoothens out the whole process. How are you able to compete with some of the other how are you able to compete with some of the other apps like Favor and others that kind of specialize in this type of delivery? What advantages do your independent contractors have in working for Fetch? So one of the more surprising pieces of the business overall, I think, in, in my opinion, is that most of our contractors are actually residents of properties that we serve. So typically, once we're a few months in to a, to a property, People are reaching out to us and asking us if we have some available shifts. And for them, it's they just have to come pick up a batch of packages at the warehouse, go back to their property, maybe one other property. And, you know, when they're done, they're home. And so it's, I think, in my opinion, a little bit easier than than driving around town and, you know, driving 100 miles a day or something like that with with uh, ride sharing and people just tend to like delivering packages. 
um, for whatever reason. And, you know, also we're, we're locking in um, typically around $15 an hour or more. Um, and so for the most part, that's tough to make on, on other gig economy jobs. So we like to, to make sure we're on the, the higher end of the spectrum for, for contract work. Fantastic. Um, I guess another element of that gig economy is uh, tipping. Do you all allow tipping? We do allow tipping uh, from residents to, to couriers. Uh, it, it doesn't really happen very often. Usually, sometimes if there are big packages, uh, you know, if some of our full-time employees are delivering a couch or a mattress or something like that, <laughs> yeah, which we do, and, and we, we don't upcharge a resident at all. It's just part of our part of our service. Um, you know, sometimes they they get tipped, and you know, we're happy to to let the driver keep that tip, but it's it's rare. But it sounds definitely like there's a it's a viable I guess economy there for for drivers who are interested. It helps them get involved with their own neighbors and and get to know some of the people that are around them. And and yeah, it's uh, kind of fun as as you're saying. Yeah, as much as we can build community, it it really helps us retain drivers and um, be you know more sticky at the property level if fetch is sort of inter- interwoven um, in the property. So as we start to wind down, um, I'm curious, just as you've been learning about the package industry and about all of these end solutions, uh, what's the, the very latest or last thing that you learned that's really surprised you? That's a good question. Maybe I'm cheating by answering this way because it's not exactly the most latest thing I've, I've learned, but I'm constantly fascinated and, and we're very focused on keeping up with smart locks. Oh yeah. That's where we see the the future in the delivery space especially in apartment buildings. And so if we can offer door-to-door delivery on your schedule but you know also if you're going to be at work until six o'clock, but you want us to just drop up the package right inside your door, give us a temporary code and it's sitting there in your home. I think that's the real the real future of our industry. So we're consistently um, looking out for, for potential partners and thinking about how that process would work um, with our customers, because I think that's that's what will really set us apart. Really exciting stuff. Michael, thank you so much for joining me. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. And listeners, thanks to you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to find out more and listen to previous episodes, you can head to marketscale.com slash industries. Subscribe to articles, podcasts, and creative video. Until next time, I'm your host, Shelby Skarhawk.